0: Hey, it's Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach, and thank you for coming back for another episode of Macro Social Work Your Way. Be sure to connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at the underscore MSW coach, Facebook at the MSW coach, and on LinkedIn as Marthea Pitts, the MSW coach. This is going to be a great episode. Hey, 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 it's Marthea, the MSW coach, and I am back again for another podcast episode. And I'm super excited as always, because you know I love a good conversation about careers. Today, I have the privilege of having one of my past coaching clients, Asia, who went through my career coaching program, Michael to Micro to Macro Career Accelerator for Social Workers. If you don't know what it is, click the link down in the show notes and visit macroandpay.com to learn about my group career coaching program. And so I contacted Asia because she has been nonstop ever since she exited the program. And I really wanted her to give you all. Uh, Some insight about her experience of working with me and where she was in her career journey and what led her to make the decision to come in the program and what her outcomes were any aha moments she had and all of the good things so make certain that you have your pen paper and note taking device out and ready because this is going to be a good conversation
1: hey asia how are you doing hello i'm doing well can't complain
0: good would you introduce yourself to the people tell them a little bit about
1: what you do currently as a social worker yes so i am from baltimore maryland and uh, currently as a social worker i work as a college um, advisor at my alma mater western high school in baltimore maryland And I am pretty much servicing our students and providing them with the entire college access process throughout the entire senior year, gearing them up up to attend college in the fall. And I'm also assisting with helping the other grades with taking them on college fairs, college tours, and just introducing our Baltimore City students to um, more options and more opportunities uh, post their high school years. I love it. Now, just for the
0: record, Asia is my first career of accelerator participant who is interested in sports and I'm I've been on a ride and I've and she's been educating me and teaching me all of the things because (laughs) there's a lot to know so Asia can you talk about like your process before coming into the accelerator of looking for macro social work positions on your own
1: yes so I was in a place of desperation. Um, I did the micro level of social work for so long. Um, I worked in mental health. I was a case manager around grad school. I was a housing case manager. I worked at a nursing home. But I realized during my job search, I was just searching out of desperation. So I was looking to find anything that did not involve working with people. Now, with that comes just anything. i seen the money, and that's what I wanted to apply for. But... I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And within this field, because it's so broad, I was like, well, I'll just find my niche along the way. But that niche was just, it was, it was taking too long. And I started to really give up. I didn't even know what job titles to search or what to search for. I just knew I wanted to get out of micro social work because I know I can always work with people. That's something I can always go back to. But what is the next challenge? So the job search was really, really, it was getting bad. I lost a lot of hope um, until I found you on Instagram. <laughs> but um, I definitely was trying my best to get out of something and venture more into social work um, because I knew it was so much more than just the micro level.
0: Yeah, I, I love that you talk about that so um, transparently about the issues you were facing on and job searching on your own. Because, and I'm sure you know this now after coming through the program, there is a strategy behind job searching, Um, and so many social workers experience that where they are searching on their own and they're finding it challenging and a lot of the times people think it's. Due to a deficit on their part, when in essence it's because it's a skill that you have to be taught and learn over time so. Uh, You said that you found me on Instagram, right? So, but I remember you also sharing in one of my live workshops about um, purchasing when I had for sale my macro social work job title list. (laughs) I know I didn't didn't say I wanted to talk about this, but can you talk about like when you did have the list of job titles and it was over a hundred of them, were you able to use it like, Did it help you, or did you at some point realize that you needed more? I guess my question more so is like, did you find that beneficial just having job
1: titles? The job titles did help because as I mentioned, I had no idea what to look for. I didn't know anything out of like case management or or just being someone that was doing one-on-one work. So the job titles helped me figure out like, okay, there is more to this field with different titles. And um, it expanded my knowledge or how far I could really go. Um, Yes, I'm into sports and I didn't see that on there, but I never knew that I could do so many different things in different areas of the world and still be considered social work. So it was helpful. I did actually use some of those job titles to search or at least get an idea of something that was kind of familiar with them and that was relatable to something that I wanted to do. I still had the list. Um, I haven't looked at it in a while, uh, especially since I took the accelerated course, but it was really, really helpful to expand my knowledge of the field.
0: That's good feedback. I might dust off the old list and put it back out there in rotation, but we'll add sports to it. That's really good feedback because you know they love a good job title, social workers. Um, thank you for sharing it. I'm gonna really think about my might bring that back out. So so you're you sign up for the program. You're inside of the program. Give us a give us a picture of what your journey looks like while working through the content and working with me as your career coach.
1: So with joining the program, um, one, I was nervous, but uh, two, the the journey throughout it was I received a lot of support and um a lot of empathy and understanding because you Really made us venture into figuring out what do we like to do outside of our field, and that kind of put into place. And I apologize for my son in the background, but it no, don't. Okay, <laughs> um, it put into place um, perspective as to what do I like to do outside of just working to maintain a lifestyle. And with that, um, I was able to um, figure out okay, my passion outside of social work is volleyball sports. I have that background. I'm into coaching. And with this, in this journey, you kept making sure that we went back to our overall goals and that we were able to um, continue to focus on that and break down our mission and our purpose and um, making sure that the jobs that we're looking for, that our resume is being tailored to what we would like to do in a population that we would like to serve. So the journey was very, very, very helpful.
0: I love that you... Um... I I honestly probably <laughs> don't really reflect on you all's um, like take on being inside of the accelerator enough. So thank you for that. That was good to hear. Now my wheels are turning. What challenges and be, and tell the people like what challenges did you encounter while in the program? Was there anywhere where you got stuck, um, and were, or or were feeling a little uncertain about?
1: I got stuck on my resume and um, not knowing what to look for. Um, I've always, even in my past job search before the program, I used the same resume for every single job. Did not know that I needed to switch it up for every job. Did not know I need to pull things out or add things in. And within your program, you were telling us like you gotta stretch some things, you gotta add it in. And then on our one-on-one, it was really insightful to gain more information on how to make myself more marketable and how to take what I currently have and make it more macro. And um, honestly, it was a lot of confidence because I didn't know I had so much in my resume that made me marketable already. I just didn't know how to showcase it. So um, my main challenge, um, that resume, that's helpful. It's not a challenge anymore because I have the confidence now, but um, also not knowing what to look for because I knew I wanted to, and I still want to work for the NCAA, but it's like, all right, what position do I want? And um, so breaking it, like going back to you, asking us what's our passion and what we wanted to do in the population that we wanted to serve, that actually um, eventually clicked for me to understand, okay, maybe I just want to do something in compliance and making sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing to protect student athletes. Um, so those were two challenges that I can say that I've overcome because now I'm way confident in editing my resume on my own. And um I'm more confident into looking into um different jobs. Um and if it's not specifically for the CAA, looking at the colleges and everything, the surrounding colleges and finding job titles that's interested that I have um passion for. So
0: Yes, now Asia's experience in on the micro level is very impressive. <laughs> I want to say that um, she does a lot of work within her position that is valuable to the types of macro organizations and and the scope of work that she wants to do. So I've just helped her really like know how to market that and communicate it to macro employers but you impressive all by yourself so i'm excited about the things that are coming for you um can you because you left a comment on one of my posts that's why i tapped you to come on the podcast can you talk about like what was your breakthrough you kind of touched on it but can you voice it over again like what was your breakthrough in the program the moment things turned around for you um and how has it helped you now in your
1: macro social work career search job search um to be honest i think my breakthrough came towards the end of the program because i spent the first what four weeks or so still trying to figure out like all right i know what i want to do now how can i make myself marketable and i think the breakthrough came after we did our 101 on the resume and then I started to gain so much um, confidence into understanding, one, to stop second-guessing myself and with this imposter syndrome that everyone, I think, has a little small case of, um, and knowing how to work with what I have. And um, you simply pointing out the fact that I have a bachelor's degree in recreation and leisure services that I never would have thought to even use to apply for a sports position, which would be common sense. Something as simple as that was really, really helpful. And I felt like, all oh, right, you know what? I do have this background and what I want to do. It's just how all in how I need to arrange it. So that's what I felt like I got a breakthrough. And then even after the program, um, not long, a couple of weeks after I was able to get an interview at the uh, University of Maryland College Park. And if you're from Maryland, that is a huge school. Everyone loves the Terps. So I was would really know. know how many, how long <laughs> after the program? Did it was about maybe five to six weeks after. Oh, go ahead, finish. Oh, to- <laughs> with the help of my resume, like um, once I put it out there, I was even more excited to apply for more jobs because I knew my mes- my resume was now like top tier. <laughs> so. I was able to get the um, the interview. I didn't get the position, but I felt so confident going into it. We did a mock interview and we went over a lot of things, pulled uh, specifics from the job description and expanded on that. So I was extremely confident going into the interview alone, um, just by my resume and our mock interview. So my breakthrough really came through then. It did kind of crack a little bit because I was like, oh, I don't see a lot of sports positions, but I talked to you again and you was like, well, around. Well, April, May, June, that's when they're gonna start coming back out. And lo and behold, they are out there. <laughs> like, so my breakthrough, it came at the end, but it came through, regardless.
0: Yes, I love that. I um yeah, so it wasn't so Asia for contest came through my program when it was a six-week program and now it's a six month program. But she secured an interview and like she said, This is not a small institution, it's a big deal. So with that first interview being secured, um, it only takes one. And then I always say they like start coming in nonstop. And so she's been on the role ever since. And so a lot of what she's doing now is strategizing about how she can, and these are all techniques she learned inside of the program, of how she can get to roles that may not be at her the, the the dream organization where she wants to be, but how can she secure roles that can eventually lead her there? And let's be, let's be clear, the only reason she may not can be at the dream organization right now is not because of anything that she's lacking. It's more of a location situation, right? So, but your resume is so top tier, your experience is so top notch, and all of the things that you do in your direct practice job really has supported everything that you want to do without you even knowing so can you talk about like your final results and I want to go back for a moment if you don't mind where you talk about the confidence issue because that's a major issue for social workers what is your con so like what the confidence issue that you say you had what did that look like before coming into the program? I guess my question is, would it have meant that you would have never even applied for a job like that or would have been nervous in an interview? Can you voice over what that looks like for you?
1: Um, I literally lost hope. I really felt like I was applying for so many macro jobs and I just wasn't hearing back from them. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just do what I got to do in this field until I get to where I need to go. Um, I lost a lot of confidence, but I never stopped not looking. Um, it was just that it literally had to click on me. Like So when I first found you on Instagram back in 2020, um, it was not long that I had my son. And I was like, okay, I got a kid now, so something got to give. I can't just keep... Work in the micro jobs because they tend one not to pay much at all as we all may or may not know. Um, and I'm like, and I'm ready for another challenge. So with that, um, my confidence was already down, but I was like, I kept following you. Like i seen every post and everything. And I was like, the, the thing was, I wasn't ready, um, to get into the accelerator program. I think I kept trying to figure it out trying to boost my confidence even more and even more. Like, I got it, I got it. Keep pushing. And I was pushing, but I just wasn't ready to get help. And then eventually it clicked like, okay, I need help. It's been two years I've been following this lady. And you know what? And I was listening to a social work podcast and you were a special guest. And I was like, <laughs> I, I think it's gone. Like, go on and do the program. <laughs> and I um I tapped into, I think you had um like a like a small mini um a thing, Zoom call or something to like introduce your program. And I was like, Ma, I need to do this. Like I need to do it. And thankfully my parents was very helpful and was able to, it was like, I'm here to support you. And they helped, you know, pay the coins for me to get into this program. And um, because they believed in me. And I'm like, if my parents believe in me, I gotta believe in myself as well. Like I'm not gonna get stuck in this field. It's way too big. Um, so I can say I am a lot confident Um, now than where I was before and for any social worker that's out there that's trying to figure out what they want to do and how to get into macro I would say as easy as it may sound and as cliche as it does sound don't lose hope Um, and continue to remain confident and keep pushing even if it's not coming to you like right now like as I stated I was out of desperation I wanted it quick and it just wasn't coming And, and you know what it wasn't my time and um, so just keep pushing and try to figure out what you wanna do. Listen to some podcasts. Follow Marta on Instagram and on uh Spotify because that's how I found her again. Um, and just talk around and join like some so social work uh groups on Facebook. Um, it's social work groups on Instagram. It's so many different things. Go on LinkedIn. Marta is on LinkedIn as well, and it's. <laughs> It's so much that you can do to to, to try to help yourself out, and um, it has really helped me. So if it, if I can do it, you can do it as well. I love it. That's a
0: great way to wrap up the interview, most definitely. And you said like you, so you have been um a part of my community since twenty twenty when I jumped on the scene. I love it. I made a post about it the other day. Like um, everyone is not ready. Right? And that's something I learned a few years ago from my mother. Like you have to understand, that everybody not gonna be ready, and I understand that. And so some, a lot of people just sit afar and just observe me. So like when you were in the workshop and you were like, "Oh, I bought this title list," I'm like, "You did? I had never, I didn't even know Asia was out there until like she um, introduced herself during that workshop." So to hear that, right? Like it's now 2023. You came in the program, I think. The end of 2022. So, just to show, like Asia said to people, you may not be ready, said to you all, you may not be ready, just take your time, right? And when you are ready, I'm going to be here to be a career coach. So, thank you, Asia. Can you, is there, I don't know if you're comfortable with it. If not, they can just email me and I can forward the emails to you. But is there a way for people to contact you if they have any questions? Or want to learn more about your work because it's not every day that we get to talk to a a macro social worker who's interested in sports so
1: um yes i am reachable i'm on linkedin um under asia bailey msw um and i'm also on facebook as asia michelle and if you want to reach out to me via email, um, you can, or you can send it through um, Marthea. My email is asiambailey21 at gmail.com. Um, you can reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to talk to you about sports, um, my child in the background, and uh, <laughs> anything that's kind of helpful, um, because I even, I've even spoken to the social work intern at the high school I worked with, because she was trying to get insight, like... I don't know if I want to do micro. Like, you should do macro. I was like, well, I got a career coach, a macro career coach. So <laughs> I was like, if you want information, I could give it to you so that you know it can help you out. Because we really, these grad programs really push micro on us a lot, and and we go with that because we don't know any better. So if you need some more insight, just like also words of encouragement, I'm definitely <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for your
0: time. I truly appreciate you. And I love that my um, alum, they are normalizing having a career coach, right? Because that is the secret sauce that many of us don't know about those professionals that we we admire the most. So thank you so much, Asia. I appreciate you. I'm excited about all the things that you're cooking up. We ain't going to talk about it on this podcast, <laughs> episode, but uh, we're going to bring you back and give us a part to it at some point. Thank you so much. Of course, you're welcome. Thank you. Happy macro career planning, everyone. Bye.